0: Hello, blood suckers. As you walk through the valley of the shadow of hell, behind us, you will realize that there is
1: something ahead. Something that lurks behind the dark veil. We have such sights to show you. A veil that's beyond our own comprehension. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Beyond the void. What's up guys and welcome back to Beyond the Void
0: Horror Podcast.
1: That's right, Patrick's back. I'm back baby. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So we're here for episode 175, and we're going to be talking about two movies today in the Grave Encounters franchise. There's only two, but we're going to be talking about Grave Encounters and Grave Encounters 2.
0: Hey, maybe Uh, we can make the third one. Yeah.
1: Well, they talked about how they were going to do it, but we got a lot of trivia on why they can or can't uh, in the end of the second one, I think it was. Right. So, but uh, yeah, so I'm excited because these are the movies that I never got a chance to talk about, never watched. Watch all the way fucking through. Like I've heard people tell me, like, "Oh my god, it's so good!" Or like, "Yeah, man, they're actually pretty good. You should check them out." Or I've even heard other things about the like sequel, like one being better than the other from different people. It's just like all over the fucking place. So I like these kind of movies. I'm okay with found footagey kind of films.
0: I like that kind of found footage shit. Dude. I don't I mind it. Pretty good. A lot
1: of a lot of filmmakers and people who are into film really feel like it's like a cheap cop out, and I totally get. It. Like, but in the same respect, I look at it as like when I was a child and I wanted to make creative content, and you know, back then we didn't have fucking computers like this to make music on and shit like that. So I would take my records and like record little stories by taking snippets out of like story records and then like change it around. We're like fucking. <laughs> where the fucking Sesame Street are all fucking and shit like that
0: (laughs) so we actually used to do that with VHS tapes like we would record just like oh there's like two seconds of time cop mixed in with like a skit from Mr. Show Uh, mixed in with like some fucking video game we were playing
1: well that's what I'm saying like whatever you have at your disposal is what you try to make and so I don't know I think there's sort of a you know reality television got really popular and that's why you know found footage films became popular is because we were doing nothing but watching reality television MTV turned into reality TV (laughs) yeah why what does the M even
0: stand for anymore it stands for millennials (laughs) (laughs) you're a fucking millennial why do you always say that I'm not a millennial yes you are I'm a zenial. We went over this. I'm the micro generation. Whatever. I'm the generation within a generation. You're a dog. millennial. It's fine. And there's nothing wrong with millennials.
1: I actually don't even like the fucking. Okay, boomer. The, the Yeah, that bullshit. <laughs> I don't like people saying millennials or boomers. Like, I get tired of that. I'm like, okay, dude. Like, and dude is like a worn out thing too, but like it's stuck around.
0: Dude, I, dude's been part, part of my life. Right. I, I'm not going to stop saying dude. Just like I won't <laughs> stop saying brother. Like, I. I say brother, I say bro, dude. <laughs> so what have you been up to, dude? Like, what's going on with you? Not, not much, dude. dude. Not yet, dude. <laughs>
1: not, now you just ruined it. Now I can't even fucking do
0: it. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean yeah what's up with me uh not sleeping a lot yeah. you know I, I sleep more than my wife but um so you're glad you had the kid no i'm kidding yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh i love him so much of course dude. i'm so just great. being an asshole he, he's really cool he knows he this is probably that's why they make babies so fucking cute so you won't fucking kill them yeah you
1: guys have turned into the baby parents now <laughs> right where there's pictures all over the facebook oh that's her
0: like you know me and facebook i don't even do that i mean it, it's
1: fine i mean that's what you do you're proud of your baby you know what i mean you're right. proud of your boy. Proud of boy yeah
0: but yeah it's been a it's been my all right i guess don't
1: let your babies come
0: to be cowboy <laughs> they're like what the fuck guy yeah, this is the wrong podcast Holy <laughs> shit. but you know that's about it dude working coming home doing the dad thing nice and repeat i actually just started watching a a badass anime that i wanted to tell you about uh, goblin slayer watch it you will enjoy it hmm okay what about you bro what you what have you been up to man i've
1: just been fucking busting my ass doing the youtube videos doing fucking putting up articles whenever i can uh you know for the writers and stuff which i'm super appreciative of and i've been really bad about because i've just been there's been a lot going on dude yeah. with like christina's mom and shit back and forth and christina hasn't been here so i've like had to take on other responsibilities so i'm kind of juggling a lot i don't know what it's like to be responsible i'm a child <laughs>
0: i'm kidding no <laughs> got a lot of dicks in the air huh?
1: yeah uh, but yeah no yeah it's just regular shit for me but yeah man i'm glad to have you back dude, dude i'm
0: glad to be back it's been a while dude it's been Fucking I know. And last time we hung out we went to go see Color of Out of Space.
1: Well it's like I could ask other people and I, I really do like having people on when but I feel like there's just like an energy when there's someone in the room for me. Yeah. I like hanging out with people like from all different podcasts. You got to make that eye contact. You got to fuck them in the eyes. Well, you it's, know what it's, there's just an energy about it that I really like having right. somebody in the room. And a lot of people make fun of me for that. And I'm like, no, nah, dude, that's just how it is. It's like this is, my, this is my me time, like my fucking time to have fun and laugh with people. And... Kind of like
0: that argument was like CGI versus actual models. Right. like one actually has a presence
1: yeah okay I see what you mean yeah it just feels different I guess yeah right like Christina like for a while I was a little nervous about having her on the podcast but we've carved our path and our boundaries and you know what I mean because having a relationship and then sprinkling on the relationship onto your business and stuff your work and stuff that you're passionate about can be kind of you know up in the air but she's really worked out so I've I've actually been pretty happy to have her on plus she's always different than what I think she hates every I love. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it'll be interesting to see what you think about these movies. So but uh, I think it might be that time, Patrick. Oh shit.
0: horse shots! <laughs>
1: After being away for so long, you came back with that right on the money. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Once you've done it a thousand times, <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, so we're back. We're gonna be doing our horror shot for this week, and I'm pretty sure that we're. You could pretty much say it's a grave encounter shot. I don't know if it's for one or two because they we're calling this shot a rat blood. And the reason we're calling it a rat blood is if you've seen Grave Encounter, somebody in it eats rats and drinks their blood and paints with it. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't want to spoil too much, though, on that. But we do have some of the ingredients here. And it doesn't sound good, but it's actually pretty good. <laughs> you already did a sample?
0: Did you did a little dibba it. No,
1: but I mean, it looks good, right?
0: Oh, it looks really good.
1: You wouldn't even think what it, what's in it. Wait till I tell you. So what you're going to want to do with this shot is you're going to basically take... You're going to put it in a mixer. You're going to take a, a, an ounce and a half of Jägermeister. Honestly, I feel like you should do two ounces of Jägermeister. This will make like four
0: shots. Oh man, there's Jäger in this shit. Yeah, I hate you. Uh, you'll
1: you'll you'll be you might be surprised. I mean,
0: there was a, remember we first started. There was just an ongoing theme. Like every other fucking week, it was like fucking <laughs> Jäger. I hate it.
1: So you're also going to put into this one ounce of grenadine and one ounce of lemon lime juice, and uh, then you're going to garnish on top with a. Maraschino cherry, or just a cherry on the on the rim. You know what I mean.
0: It makes it look classy. All you
1: have to do next is, of course, shoot. So, cheers. We got one in the studio here. I don't know what it's going to taste like.
0: It's probably going to be sour as fuck. But oh man, all right, hold on. Let me get on the other side of this mic. All right, bro. All right, cheers, dude. Cheers. It's
1: not that bad. Still tasty. Egger. Yeah, but it's not. It's kind of like not so bad. I don't know. It tastes pretty good. I like it. I do not. I like it a lot. It's a little sour, so you may want to uh, adjust the 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 volumes of your lemon lime juice. Um, but it's really not that bad. I would definitely use two ounces of Jagermeister instead of an ounce and a half um, because it would definitely it definitely makes it better. But uh, yeah. So if you would like to drink some rat blood, all you got to do is go to your local alleyway and punch a rat with a stick until a dog daub- jumps. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you guys would like to try a rat blood shot that we made up, all you got to do is go to longlidthevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section now. Well, that's it for horror shots. All right, guys. So now we're going to go ahead and jump into our flesh and potatoes of Grave Encounters and Grave Encounters 2 right Like I mentioned, this is the first time this, I've seen these movies, like th- all the way through. I have never seen part two, although I do vaguely remember parts of it. So I might have been somewhere that somebody might, have, you know, watched
0: it or something. I was thinking the same thing about the first movie. It was like I think I've watched this before. Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't know. I, I just always kind of shrugged it off for some reason, and it's weird because I'm actually okay with found footage films, which mm. a lot of people are like, "Fuck that." Which is fine. I'm not trying to be a dick here, okay? If you don't like found footage, totally cool. You like what you like. But you may be surprised after we talk about these two movies what I have to say about this, so you might want to stick around anyway. So, first up, we got Grave Encounters, which came out in 2011. The story is for their ghost hunting reality show. A production crew locks themselves inside an abandoned mental hospital that's supposedly haunted, and it might prove to be All too true. Oh, no. Spooky. It was written and directed by the Vicious Brothers, which is Colin Minahan, who directed and wrote It Stains the Sands Red. He also wrote and directed What Keeps You Alive, which was one of my suggested movies the year before last. Oh, really? Yep. And he also did Stillborn, Still forward slash born, (laughs) Spiral. Not the new one coming out for the Saul series, but the movie Spiral, it's got this like geeky guy in it that, that plays this psycho guy. It's pretty cool. And he's also written and directing Urban Legend for 2020. So also it has Stuart Ortiz. He's one of the Vicious Brothers. He also wrote on It Stains the Sands Red. They both worked on obviously Grave Encounters 1 and 2 and Extraterrestrial. Some of the cast in this movie is Sean Rogerson, who plays the Lance character. He's the head of the show, TV show, the program. Zach Bagans of the Zach movie. Bagans. Bagans. Yeah. Bagans. I had to learn that. Uh, but he was in the movie Extraterrestrial, Harper's Island TV show, Arrow TV show, Bitten TV series, Stillborn, and a movie called Z. Also, we got Ashley Graceco, who plays Sasha. She was in The End, Bad City, and Ungodly... Okay, God, that's freaked me out. The smoke was coming by, and I'm like, <laughs> what am I seeing? Am I seeing a ghost right now? <laughs> Patrick's smoking a fucking goddamn
0: fucking... Jewel <laughs> pen, yeah. Jewel in here. Hey, there was no smoking signs in here.
1: But uh, Ashley was also in, in godly acts TV movie. It's also Merwin Mondesir, who plays TC. He was in Steal This Movie, Bones, the Snoop Dogg horror movie. Godsend, Lost Boys, The Tribe, Smoke and Aces 2, It Stains the Sand Red, The Sands Red, and Code 8. Also stars Juan Riedlinger, who plays Matt. He was in the. Black Christmas remake from 2006, Aliens vs. Predator Requiem, The Day the Earth Stood Still remake, Jennifer's Body, The Haunting of Alice D, Narcos TV show, It Stains the Sands Red, and more. Also has Mackenzie Gray, who plays the psychic medium guy. He's been in a ton of stuff for many years, like a working actor. Um, You've probably seen him in something and just recognized him, but didn't know what it was. Yeah, he's just
0: one of those extra faces.
1: Yeah, but uh, he was in The Hitcher 2, The Veil, Shooter, Joyride 2, The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, Man of Steel, Warcraft movie, Legion TV series. And that's where I remember him the most because he plays the eye in that show. Plus he's in the rabid remake by the Sasuka sisters. We also have, last but not least, Ben Wilkinson, who plays Jerry Hartfield, who did a ton of TV work and uh, even played a manager in Deadpool, I guess. This movie had a budget of $120,000, and it made $5.4 million at the box office, so not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. For 000, or $120,000? Yeah. That's pretty good. So, Patrick is this your first time watching it and what did you think, I think about it
0: like i said at one point i was like did i see did i see this before yeah but uh uh you know like you were saying you told me it's gonna be a lot of shit to wade through at the beginning but then it gets good mm-hmm. and uh i kind of enjoyed the opening i mean it was a little cheesy right. but it was to be expected so i was kind of like you know ready for it right and i i almost kind of liked the way the 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 what's his name in the movie the zach Baggins uh lance character the lance character yeah like the way he was like acting it was almost like he was uh channeling his jim carrey or something (laughs) like this is certain like way he was talking about things like is he trying to act like jim carrey yeah i did watch it again i mean it's not like the over top jim carrey but it's like some of his mannerisms is like you're a little silly dude yeah (laughs) but uh i didn't know
1: like it was a real movie like or like a real thing at first
0: i didn't and then it, it started it started to gear up a little bit started to get a little traction and as it went, I was like, you know, there was a real, a real sense of dread to this film. Okay, and uh, I think that's—I don't want to be ruining anything. No, yeah, don't. <laughs> I, I'll, I guess I'll talk about that when we start talking about the second movie. But yeah. like, I, I, I really do feel like there was a a good sense of dread in this film. I mean, there was some over-the-top CGI stuff that, you know, maybe looked a little cheesy, but still, I think it delivered what it was trying to, like, visually. Okay, yeah, on the budget that it had. On the budget that it had, exactly. Now that I know how much it cost to make it, I was like, all right, well, then, it's still pretty good. But uh, at the end of it, I was like, all right, I I, kind of enjoyed myself.
1: Okay, did did the acting bother you at all? Because, like, I've noticed that there's a lot of different people in... That who are okay with found footage or like found footage they like i feel like some people for me i'm really picky right on acting and like if it doesn't feel real like i have a hard time
0: i kind of took it as a b movie to begin with anyway right. so i wasn't expecting like top-notch acting right for okay. what they did i i thought it was pretty decent
1: cool i i i'm kind of in agreement with you a little bit but mine's a little different so let's hear it what well, do you, what do you
0: got? <laughs> like, I, you probably got all these notes, but oh I'm yeah, just I wrote a the-
1: bunch of stuff because I just am wordy as fuck. But um, this this is like I said, you know, this is the movie that everybody kept recommending over the years, right. like all the time, and I'm like, okay, like I finally forced myself to watch it this time. And like I mentioned before, I tried to start it numerous times before, and I just couldn't get past the beginning. It just kept bothering me. And people were like, oh, like I like recently, they were like, oh, I'll just wait, you know, wait a little bit, you know, and and check it out. You Maybe it'll get better. So that's why I told you that, you know what I mean? So, but I was uh, kind of turned off by the cheesiness of it in the, the first few times I tried to watch it. But this time, like, it's very obvious that they were trying to be like Ghost Adventures. Right. You know, because when I wrote this, it definitely felt like there was inspiration there without looking it up. But,
0: you know, well, even when you see the character, I mean, he's got one of those like black shirts on with the right. The the, like like, muscle shirt. Yeah. It was like, all right, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Like the muscle shirt
1: with like the tribal stuff, you know, and but yeah, I mean, Lance the head guy being like Zach Bagans, which is, you know, not exactly the exact same intensity as Zach, but pretty close, you know, yeah. these guys are not as legit like that, but I can see from an outsider's perspective that they might want to be this way. You know, this is how it's perceived by a lot of people. So it makes sense, but it's not bad. It's not great. It's just a fairly decent flick to watch. And there's some pretty cool ideas tucked in there and that don't seem to be like groundbreaking found footagey kind of stuff. Although, you know, I'm kind of late to the game on this, so it's hard to compare it to what was out back then because it might have a bigger impact now that we get all these newer found footage like things. It's like once you've seen the new moves, it's like you got to outdo the other guys, right? You know, so it's I'm, I'm coming in from an outsider's perspective from something really old, kind of how I feel like when people go back and watch Blair Witch, you can't with this view of today's world go back and go oh wow that was just so amazing you know it's more of a historical thing now than it's actually
0: a, a, a great movie that's why I'm glad I saw it when I did because I still respect that movie sure oh, I, I-, I can't even watch it again and be like
1: I I own it. I respect it. You don't need to get it on Blu-ray, by the way. (laughs) DVD's fine. It's like supposed to be janky quality, but this one is kind of like uh, Blair Witch only in a mental asylum. Yeah. You know, there's some, some of the lore is kind of familiar if you're comparing it to the old Blair Witch and the new um, sequel that they made the new one not the second one yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I mean the one that came out like a few like 2000 dude
0: don't you know all you need is a compass to get out of the woods
1: <laughs> we'll get into that you, later let's not just talk you the
0: stream you know what I'm saying <laughs> how stupid do you gotta be right <laughs> <laughs> he's being funny guys
1: yeah Yeah, i mean yeah we we had a really large debate in the do you love horror uh facebook group one time and i meant it jokingly but it turned into some pretty sour shit (laughs) but uh that was salty well it wasn't that no i don't think anybody got salty i just think that i don't know i guess i i probably said it the wrong way but anyway that's a whole other story yeah i don't want to get into that anyway um I've seen, you know, better found footage films than this. But again, I'm coming in late, so I can't be too harsh on it in that regard, because while it didn't feel groundbreaking, it does have the atmosphere that it that you were talking about the dread. I don't know about dread for me, but it, it has this sort of physicality to it as well with the like ghosts. The ghosts are like wide eyed fucked up versions of patients who Mm. scream like distorted which is kind of cool so even if you don't believe in this sort of stuff it it can still keep those people who are not into the paranormal interested instead of like you know I've noticed that like people who watch some of these movies they always get pissed off when it's like the intended scare where you're like oh there's something going on I heard a knock what does that mean they're like oh god it probably was the fucking you know a tree outside that just happened to brush against the building or some
0: wild someone threw a rock down the hallway. Yeah, like
1: yeah, it was a homeless guy, guys. I don't know why you're freaking out or whatever. <laughs> you can get into it just based on the story a little bit here alone, but you know those types of people aren't really unnerved at hearing like a bump or a knock, so it it should be safe for those who need it shown to you, not just implied. So it's not like the Blair Witch in that regard. It actually does show you
0: stuff. So although I wanted to add on to that, like I'm one of those type of people that I like to be teased like I would rather you let like my fucking mind run wild and like imagine what what they saw or what's what's in that shadow totally but
1: you have to understand from the perspective of someone who doesn't believe in that kind of thing yeah that that doesn't trigger anything for them it's just boring. Mm. Our imaginations are a little different, you know what I mean, than those. It's not that the, that someone's not creative enough to think that it's good. It's just doesn't strike any kind of scare in them because they don't believe in that kind of stuff. That's why I say that. So it's totally fair. Like, if you don't believe in ghosts and stuff, this would... Some some of these kind of movies would have really no effect on you. So you'd be focused more on the story and like the cool shit you see than you would for what might get us all juiced up and coming in our mouths (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, but (laughs) they do a pretty decent job with some of the sound design in this too which I thought was a nice touch lots of demonic moans and hits and stabs and things like that that make you jump one particular scenes like made me fucking jolt like, like I was not expecting it because I have the surround sound like 5.1 and I heard it from the back speakers first Oh yeah, and then it was like, bam. And I was like, what the fuck? Like I literally jerked like in my in my living room, one, because I was scared it was going to wake everybody up and two, cause I heard it like growing until it slammed and that just always gets me good.
0: Dude, there were one, this is off topic a little bit, but that's the first time I watched a movie the surround sound and it was the fucking grudge oh and the it was new the, one no it wasn't the new one okay it was uh it was one of the first uh, ones that came out no it was the fucking like the pitter patter of the feet and it, it sounded like it ran right behind me i was like oh fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude. <laughs>
1: little Chucky feet running around. Uh There are a lot of jump scares in this movie, though. So for those of you who are not into those kind of things, this might be a downfall for you. Let's just put it this way. If you like supernatural found footage horror movies, you're probably going to you should watch this at least. Your interest in it may be if you've never seen it, you might be coming late to the game like me and not have a huge, highly high opinion of it. But stick around for the next movie because I will explain to you why it's necessary you should watch this so that you could get to the second one. And it might be even better for those who don't like ghosts and shit like that and don't believe in that stuff. So but there were some times I definitely rolled my eyes and I kind of laughed a couple of times. It it just feels like such a physical sort of uh, ghost supernatural Blair Witch kind of project at times with these sort of films. You sort of just have to take the ride in my opinion, and kind of set your disbelief aside a little bit, you know, separation of
0: that, you know. Well, not only that, just stop trying to dissect things and just let them flow.
1: A good found footage movie makes you believe it. Right. Period. So this isn't one of those ones that I believed. But there were a lot of people at the time who thought this was real. <laughs> and that just kind of blows my mind, man, because like, even if I believe in some weird shit that everybody calls me crazy and an idiot for believing in it, I don't believe that is real. Yeah, You know, it's not that type of acting. Like, come on. Yeah, it wasn't that great. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, You could tell. That's why I say it's more about just taking the ride. The more you dig into logic, the worse this movie's going to be for you, because to me, these aren't supposed to be always perfect. Although making them as realistic as possible to me is the difference between a great found footage film and a decent to bad one. So I give this one probably a 5.5 or a 6, probably leading to six more. Um, but yeah, so what did you give it?
0: I was gonna say when I first watched it, I'm like, Oh, yeah, I'm definitely giving this a four, like really out of 10. Yeah, I was I'm definitely giving it a four, and but then I'm, I'll just say I switched my opinion, okay to, like, a 6,
1: a 6.5. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I totally agree. I mean, I like I said, I've seen better shit. But I didn't watch it when it came out. So, you know, and other people did, and they loved it. So, I don't know. There's a lot of different people that have a lot of opinions. And actually, the score online on a lot of places is, like, a lot lower. 6 mm. to lower. So, Um, but we do have some trivia on this movie that I looked up and uh, found for this so if you don't want us to get into any spoilers of this movie and you want to check it out all you got to do is go to Prime Video I'm sure you could rent it somewhere too if you want to find it somewhere Uh, I think it's like two bucks on YouTube or something like that if you really want Uh, but yeah it's up on Prime Video if you belong to the Amazon subscription so if you want to watch that that's pretty much what I love about the subscription
0: yeah one and two are on there yeah
1: one and two are both on Prime so you can watch it. But there's also timestamps down below for you guys so that if you don't want anything spoiled, you can skip to the next movie and then you can listen to us talk about that and then get our opinions and then come back and listen to the spoilers and stuff for the trivia. If you don't care, here's your warning. So do you know what year this is supposed to take place?
0: I'm guessing like 2002.
1: Yeah, it's pretty close. It's 2003. I don't remember them saying it, but I heard somebody say it in an interview. So that's how I knew. I was like, yeah, it has to be old because it's not 90s old because cell phones like the kind of cell phone he had was like a Nokia. Like, you see it in the movie. (laughs) Uh, I I like that they tried to treat it like a like a real movie too, like a real situation, even though I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be and that's probably because we've seen too many of these found footage films it's like the only one that ever got me was Blair Witch yeah and I pretty much had that ruined for me almost the same day but I refused to believe it like I did with Santa Claus with my parents I just made them <laughs> believe it for a year for lying to me about it <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, Santa's real. You guys are just messing with me. And then in that year, they got me presents from Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> But uh, well, The Blair Witch, I mean, I mean, it was a first of its kind, pretty much.
1: Right. Well, and the way that they went about advertising and everything like that really kind of
0: made it unique. And the website with all the... Right. Other, this it, is it, all it, new the, shit the, yeah, to us. Yeah, it looks like really official.
1: But uh, this movie in particular, Grave Encounters, was shot in 10 nights and two days. So that's pretty quick. Mm. But for $120,000, you got to speed that shit up, right? So the setting of the film's fictional Collingwood... Psychiatric Hospital in Maryland, which is where I'm from, is not a real hospital. (laughs) It's actually Riverview Hospital, an abandoned mental institution in Coquitlam, British Columbia, so B.C., uh, and near Vancouver, I guess, uh, built at the turn of the 20th century and closed down in 2012. So it also has hosted such films as Watchmen and TV shows like The X-Files. Hmm. So, it's got some filming history there. I even watched some videos of some kids breaking into them and shit like that, like on YouTube. I'm like, yeah, incriminate yourself, kids. (laughs) Right. Yeah, now we got a documented cops. Um. So, the comparison to the Ghost Adventures is 100% accurate. I found this out afterwards. They literally tried to make it like Ghost Adventures. Oh, yeah. That was the inspiration for it, which I thought it was weird because if you remember in the very beginning of the movie, they're like, these guys were doing stuff long before anybody else was doing this kind of stuff. You know, and I'm like, right. wait, what? But I guess it would be before if it was 2003, then Ghost Adventures. But they never said that in the thing. Welcome to Our Grave Encounters. Another episode. Of Grave. uh, Yeah. Join us as we have another Grave Encounters. Or something like that. Whatever the fuck he says. So Sean Rogerson, who plays Lance, uh, he said that, that when they filmed there, he had heard stuff in the building. And... Someone at that one of the people asked them, they were like, so do you believe in that kind of stuff? He's like, I prefer not to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Life's just easier when you don't believe. In yeah, that, yeah. it's
1: not that he didn't believe because he made it seem like, you know, because it kind of means like to me, it seems like he means I don't want to think about it being real. Right. Rather than saying, no, I don't believe in that. The people that I've met who are like non-believers and then something happens to them that they can't explain usually get the most freaked out. (laughs) Like those are the ones that like really nosedive when the situation happens. Like they're like, oh, my God, what is happening? We got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) So you'll have your fucking moment, guys. So laugh it up. Just kidding. But yeah, that's pretty much all the trivia I found that was interesting. There's not a lot of trivia on this, and I don't have the DVDs, so I don't have any of the extras, but they did have some making of stuff, and I watched some interviews and stuff for this one. So first off, I got to say, before when we get into the spoiler shit, for the time that this was made in 2003, supposedly, this film, right? Those must be some of the best batteries that have ever been made
0: no shit right
1: (laughs) they said that they caught like 76 hours of footage for each camera what yeah that's what the guy said in the beginning of the film he was like yeah that we got seven we had 76 hours to wade through Blah, blah, blah 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 because they were in there for like what weeks yeah months like, they, they disappeared in there, and, like, all this shit goes wrong, which I was just, like, those are some big-ass memory cards, which they didn't have in 2003 like that. It was mostly, like, tapes, and, like, it was not what we have today. So, it wouldn't even be—you'd be it would hard-pressed to be able to record for days. Because <laughs> if you watch the timestamps—but then again, it doesn't say if they were, like, times kind of switching around. Mm. So, who knows? But I don't know. Because we were like, it was like 30 hours in and I'm like, yeah, dude, no, these batteries ain't going to work Yeah, uh, after that. <laughs> Plus, in any of the fucking haunted videos that you see, like on other the shows, there's inevitably going to be a time where they drain the batteries. That's usually one of those things. They're like... <gasps> Well, it just a fresh new battery? And I don't know why it's uh, gone out like that. It's just a fresh new battery. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you remember anything that you want to talk about? Like you said, you wanted to mention some stuff. So,
0: but like I was saying about with my score, like it 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 feels like one movie when you watch both of them together, right? Yeah, and it, it just makes the other one better,
1: right? I mean, it's it's, it's a t- necessary thing, right? Yeah,
0: it, it's hard not to talk because like yeah 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 and i
1: think i know why because you probably feel the same way about the second movie that i do yeah so <laughs> what do you re- okay let's just go back to the beginning what do you like where did it start interesting you in this first movie though like where did you start paying attention and like give oh it a shit?
0: once it, it did that that blair witch flip where they fucking got the front door open they're like holy shit yeah it's another fucking hallway it was like yes yeah like, like you're fucked now yeah i was like this is it's gonna do some trippy ass shit now yep and uh i mean i just thought i really liked that little that little switch that little I there don't was know. some
1: funny things that happened before that though like uh i think its name is merwin or whatever the guy the psychic no tc okay Yeah, TC is the one where he's, like, walking, and he was like, oh, shit, checkers of the dead. (laughs) He's like, king me, bitch. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? That's stupid. But it was funny to me. I laughed. And then there's that part. Oh, go ahead.
0: I was going to say the part where he he pays the groundskeeper money to say that he saw something.
1: (laughs) Totally bad. That was so bad. (laughs) Somebody else mentioned that in my comment section, like, in one of my things. And they were like, "Dude, that shit always gets me every time I watch that." So I think it was Brad Thornton. So Just from the way
0: he says, it, he's like, "I saw something. <laughs> <laughs> I saw something."
1: <laughs> I thought it was uh, pretty cool when they had they're investigating the door that slammed on the cameraman because he goes in that bathroom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And then there's this loud whoosh and then a scream and a slam at the same time. Dude, that's where I jumped. Like, that's where I was like, that oh. That was a pretty loud noise. Yeah, that yeah. was like, I had hairs stood up on my arms. Oh, I was shit. just like, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> if I would have been drinking a soda, it would have been everywhere, dude. Like, <laughs> fucking Michael, Michael J.
0: Fox did all over the couch and everything. That's funny, dude. That reminds me of, like, uh, <laughs> when, I, when me my, my my dad took me to go see Terminator 2 in the theaters. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, at the beginning where the fucking steel plates come together and they're like... Like, dude, I lost it. My fucking popcorn was everywhere. Really? (laughs) Yeah, it was so loud in the theater.
1: That's something that pisses me off in theaters now. They don't ever turn it up. Like, Mm. some theaters are like really quiet and I'm like, yo, dude, if I wanted to watch this at home at like half volume, yeah, like, fuck off. Turn that shit up. I want to hear it, man. Like, you should know where your levels are at the fucking... Whatever. I thought it was cool the way that they, uh, the way out led them back in, like you mentioned with the doors, when they kick open the doors, sort of the whole Blair Witch thing where it leads them back. And I don't know where, why they didn't just follow the exit signs. Oh, wait. They did follow the exit signs <laughs> in this movie, but I guess they could have just gone to the roof and climbed down, right? Shh. Oh wait, no, Fuck, no way that. that's right. They tried that too, and it was a it was a wall. Maybe they just followed the stream, Patrick, like you mentioned. <laughs> yeah, you can you whip know? out that compass, man. Yeah. Just whip do out.
0: <laughs> See, this is the thing,
1: guys, like, and I'm just mentioning this now because the debate over the the Blair Witch, and because we're doing found footage, it's always going to come up, was that the kids, once they cross the Stickman Forest, because I talked to the director, Eduardo, um... I asked him, I said, yo, I was like, me and my friends are having this debate. I got you. You got to help me. Like, I need to know, like, were they in hell and they couldn't escape because they'd already like gotten, you know, into the forest? And he was like, yep. As soon as they crossed the stickman path or whatever, they were already trapped. So essentially these guys, whenever they at some point in the middle of the night, when they locked them in, there was no there was no way out. So there's no logic anymore. You're just in hell. Yeah. Which I like because that's like kind of, I don't know. I like that about this a little bit, even though it's kind of like a mimic of Blair Witch. But, you know, whatever. Mental hospital, cool. So then they have that girl, She um, Sasha. She gets the hello <laughs> on her back. Dude, that and was I, a great. I don't know if it was great, but I'm thinking to myself, like, are they saying hello and they're benevolent and they're not really
0: mean? What I thought was happening right there is earlier when he, she was doing the EVPs. Like they were answering her questions, and I thought they were gonna keep answering her questions that she asked, like "What's your name?" and "What do you want from us?" And I was like, "Dude, that'd be great if they like." She just kept getting messages like scribed on her body, (laughs) but it didn't happen. Like some
1: Hellraiser shit, right? Yeah, it was be some Hellraiser shit. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, or some Slayer. (laughs) (laughs) There was also that scene where they can't find Matt, and, and it's like a stairwell. At some point, come across they come across with like this little girl whose face is all fucked up and she screeches like she's like in the corner mm. and she turns and it's like <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> which is silly and they even make fun of it in the second movie yeah like did you notice that mm-hmm. they made fun of that scene because it is kind of CGI like you know com- like effects
0: dude the part with with the, the hands grasping from the ceiling and the walls and that's, shit.
1: A, that's a plug-in dude really swear to god because they did that in VHS as well the very first VHS, the last segment of that one, they that have the, like, one where the
0: kids are going to the house or yes, whatever. And the
1: hands come out of the walls. I always thought that was cool. And now I'm realizing that this movie did it before they did it.
0: Yeah. So oh, yeah,
1: God. that's where the, that's see, like, that's what I like about some movies is when they just kick the fucking door open and they're like, here's my dick motherfuckers. <laughs> like they don't give a fuck. And they're just like waving around the gore and just going wild. Um, But, you know, this movie keeps it kind of, you know, reeled in, walled in a little bit. No pun intended in the fucking mental asylum. (laughs) But uh, there was that one scene where the old fake psychic dude, he gets picked up in the air and he's like thrown or something. There's like a flash and he's like thrown. Right which I thought was pretty cool. He probably just like ran and then they cut it in where he was like jumping on the ground. So it almost looked like he did his own stunt work. I've been in a a short film before and they made me drop on the ground like 20 some times and I fucked up my shoulder because of it, you know, like for like right before I went on tour too. So I had to like work it out the whole fucking tour. Yeah. But I don't know. I thought that was kind of a cool scene
0: that that guy himself dude is just like a character man i like what i love how fucking cheesy he is yeah he was
1: like he was overdoing it he yeah. was like he was like is that too much and they're like no
0: man it's great it's great <laughs> uh, and then even like when they they know the shits hit the fan he's still trying to play up that <laughs> yeah. part and they're like dude stop playing it up <laughs> stop being a fucking asshole dude we don't need your stupid fucking theater bullshit right now I think that they're just toying with <laughs> it was just a joke.
1: Well, they find that they find Matt because he disappears early on, yeah, and like because uh, he goes upstairs to collect all the cameras and he's like gone for an hour. They're like, we should find him. He could have all fallen down and gotten hurt or something, and it's like conveniently all the fucking walkie talkies don't work, and like, I don't know, it was funny because they, when they run into him, he's like this patient. And it's like all of a sudden, like the they had those wristbands on at one point in time, so it was almost slowly consuming them to make them patients of the hospital, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, it was just like a nice little touch, you know, to let you know that you're really not in reality anymore. Uh, but when they find him and they, <laughs> there's that part where he gets the uh, I think it's Lance gets chased by the dude from the ceiling. Oh, with that where he's like the tongue falls down. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's like a... what is that a tongue? And it's like, <laughs> yeah and he chases him down the hallway and then you see matt pick up the camera like he remembers what it was like
0: yeah he's like oh yeah uh,
1: and then he f- he like does a nose dive down the fucking shaft Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> i was like "Wee!" <laughs> so and then they got like at the end of the um oh that's right they go down in the tunnels and sasha disappears by the mist do you remember that
0: yeah she was like she got sick and started coughing blood up and yeah and then like yeah the they said they were walking for days. They, like, just kept walking straight for, like, They're days. They were like, what does
1: it matter anymore? So they just kept falling asleep on the ground. Yeah. Like, after they were just tired or whatever, and then she just disappeared. Uh, I thought it was kind of cool, I guess. I mean, Lance is all alone. He, like, kills a rat, and he's, like, fucking he's, like, sucking on it all crazy and shit, which I th- this is why we did the shot. Rat blood.
0: Dude, the way he beats that rat. <laughs> yeah, it looked real, dude. Yeah, dude. It looked pretty good. It wasn't
1: real, by the way, guys. No. So for those of you who've seen the movie, you know that it is not real. Even in the end of the credits, it was like no rats were harmed in the making of this.
0: <laughs> we knew how real it looked. It wasn't a real rat.
1: Right. But he finds a door. In the middle of that, and then he opens it up, and it's the surgery room, which he goes into and finds the old Dr. Friedrich, whatever his name is. Friedrich like or like
0: Friedrichen, Friedrichen
1: or something? I don't remember. But he's in there operating on someone, and they see him, and he runs up, and his face is all stupid. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but right before that, did you look at the book? Yeah. Immediately before I even looked up all this information I was like, "Oh, that's nor Nordic writing um from some of the cuz I learned about this shit when we did what? the fucking Midsummer a- yep. episodes. So I was like I had it's to
0: It's funny, you it cuz as soon as I saw it I was thinking of Midsummer. Yeah,
1: exactly. So like apparently there's um oh, it's Friedrich Friedkin's Dr. Friedkin. That's his name. Dr. Friedkin. Yeah, freaking Arthur Freakin. There's a, th- so this I looked up, and it says this, there's a book on the table. The book is one page of runes that is repeated. The runes in the book are old script used by Norse. Uh, the runes can be translated directly into English language, and the words clearly read out a parody of I've Learned, written by an unknown author. The uh, parody reads as follows, steamy a relationship is at first. The passion fades, and there had better be a lot of money to take its place. I've learned that sometimes the people you expect to kick you when you're down will be the ones who do. I've learned that we don't have to ditch friends because they're dysfunction. They are more fucked up than you think. (laughs) So that was what's on the page. Hmm. So if you're ever curious, to pause it there, by the way. (laughs) I thought that was interesting. I'm like, wow, they actually did write out something on there it wasn't just obligatory shit but the book looked cool right
0: oh it looked yeah look legit
1: did you like the end of this or did it bother you
0: i liked yeah i did i liked that he wasn't dead and he's kind of like they said they said i'm getting better they, they said I oh yeah because they fucking
1: stick the fucking thing in his eye
0: right yeah uh, i liked that. Uh, The sense like he's oh he's still alive and he's still in the fucking hospital somewhere like freaking the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I did enjoy the end of it.
1: I thought you know this one just didn't really go wild for me, but I would watch it again. Yeah, specifically because we have another movie to talk about, the second one in the franchise, and that is Grave Encounters Two, which came out a year later, year year and a half. Uh, I think it was like right on the cusp because like sometimes when you guys look at IMDB and it says the date that it came out, most people didn't get to see it until the following year because it was only in festivals or something crazy like that. But this says, you know, it came out. It was released on October 12th, 2012. So uh, the story A film student who is obsessed with the movie Grave Encounters sets out with his friends to visit the psychiatric hospital depicted in the original film. This movie is directed by John Poliquin, who is a different person than the Vicious Brothers who did the first movie. They directed and wrote it. This movie was his first feature film. He did a segment in Chilling Vision's Five States of Fear and uh, a bunch of shorts. He's apparently a music video maker and that's why they hired him. They're friends with the Vicious Brothers. Hmm. So he was friends with the Vicious Brothers. The Vicious Brothers also wrote this movie as they did the first one, but they amped it up a bunch more. Uh some of the cast in this movie is Richard Harmon, who plays Alex Wright.
0: Oh yeah, he's a great actor, dude. He was uh he was in that show. I know you don't watch the CW, but there was one show I liked on there. It was the 100 Oh. And he's on that show and he Dude, he's just fucking excellent in that show.
1: Okay. He he seems familiar. I thought he was that guy that was like, I can't feel my
0: legs in that fucking movie. (laughs) I was like, I was
1: looking for it and I couldn't find it. I was like, oh, I guess it's not him.
0: No, he's definitely a really good actor,
1: though. He was also in Trick or Treat, Dear Mr. Gacy, The Killing TV Show, Scarecrow, The Hollow, Van Helsing TV Show, and a movie called Puppet Killer. This movie also stars Dylan Playfair, who plays Trevor. He was in The Hollow, It Stains the Sands Red, Stillborn, and Descendants 2 and 3. Also has Stephanie Bennett, who plays Tessa. She's the girl with the black hair. Yeah. She was in Leprechaun Origins, Unreal TV show, Descendants, Travelers on Netflix, which I think is that time travel movie show. It's like three parts.
0: I thought I recognized her from a movie. It was that damn Leprechaun movie, which was terrible. Oh,
1: Origins. Yeah. Terrible. Um, also has Howie Lai, who plays Jared Lee. He was in the movie Monster Trucks, Travelers, the TV show on Netflix, Land of Smiles, Death Note on Netflix, and Genesis Code. Also stars Leanne Lapp, who plays Jennifer. She was in The Magicians, Sonic the Hedgehog movie for like a blip, and a bunch of TV shows like Supernatural and other stuff that she's been in. This film's budget was $1.4 million this time. So it made $8 million at the box office, but it was also released on iTunes before it. Hmm. So you could watch it on iTunes, I guess, before it was out in theaters. Oh, I don't know why that is, but that's what is it that said. Is that the
0: combined?
1: Like... I don't know that it was. Uh, that's just the theatrical. So it did pretty good. It was popular enough to get yeah. some some recognition, probably in smaller theaters. But that's pretty good. Eight million dollars. So not the same ratio as you got from the first movie, which was 120k verse, and they made 5.4 million dollars, which is a higher ratio. But still, they did a good job. They they did more than four times the amount that it cost them. Right. You know, or around there, at least, because, you know, you got to do promotional shit and all that other stuff, which costs money.
0: But so what are your thoughts on the second one, Patrick? I really like the second one. There's more of a story to it. It kind of kind of flushes out the first one. You're like, okay, so that's what was going on. Right. Yeah, I see now. Doesn't have the same sense of dread as the first one did. Okay, yeah, it it seems like more in your face. Kind of like. I don't know, I'm going to do the the Matrix comparison, like the first Matrix, compared well, the, to the second one. The second one's just a bunch of CGI. It's
1: a true sequel.
0: It is. It that's is. how most sequels are. They lose, they trade something. Right. Yeah. And that's definitely what that happened here. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's a good film. It had uh, really good acting. I okay. mean, it, maybe not the best acting, but a lot better than the first film.
1: Easier to digest, probably. Yeah
0: uh really good scenes i think like one scene in particular, but i don't want to ruin it right now but it just it tickles me (laughs) okay Uh, i think i know
1: which one it is too it's probably towards the end yeah yeah i know uh you can tell that it was a nod to another
0: famous movie oh yeah that we clearly we both really enjoyed yeah I don't know I, overall like I said it was definitely they did a lot of good storytelling in this okay well maybe not good story but good enough to flush out what they were trying to convey in the first movie did it
1: jolt you at all any times like any scares or anything or was it just kind of eye candy to watch.
0: It was pretty much just eye candy. Okay, nothing really.
1: What do you think about the directional style, like how they did versus the first one? Do you think it was better shot?
0: Yeah, I do. Okay, but uh, like I said, it just it it lacked that sense of dread I was just hoping for. Right, like it just it was just. Pedal to the metal, kind of seemed like it was like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go,
1: right? Okay, I think that's fair. Did you like the new characters more than your first movie? I did, they seemed did. like more characters, they, they
0: seemed a, a, a really relatable. Like, I knew people like this,
1: you know. Well, I mean, definitely be one because they're younger, two because they spent more time with them, mm. you know, than they did in the first movie, where it was just like,
0: I thought it was funny the opening of the film is, like, a bunch of people reviewing the first film. Yeah. <laughs> and, thought, is, <laughs> and those are
1: real people, too.
0: Yeah? They have Cool
1: Duder in there. Oh,
0: okay, shit. Yeah, okay. which he's,
1: like, I've been following him for years. He has, like, collection that you would just be blown away by. I've never seen his full collection, but he collects, and he, like, does these hauls and stuff, and he was in it when he was, like, a bigger guy, too. So I was like, oh, my God, that's Cool Duder. So, yeah,
0: but those are all, like, real right. reviews. Which, it tickled me, Pink, when I fucking found out the lead character's name was Alex, and he runs like a horror podcast or not a horror but he does reviews (laughs) on horror movies yeah yeah Yeah, he does reviews
1: on like a website or something yeah Yeah. that's funny he's like that's a a good way to get your name out there man it's like no it isn't (laughs) like i don't know what kind of magic you think the internet is back in 2010 but uh, or 2012 whatever um
0: Um, but overall i mean it was like i said it, it it's it just flushes everything out. It makes it one complete package for me. Okay, it makes the first movie better than I originally thought it was. Gotcha. And if you're gonna watch them, watch them both. Don't don't cheap yourself. Finish it.
1: Okay. So would you say you like this one? How much? Like, what would a score on this one you would give it?
0: You want me to do score already?
1: Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna do mine at the end of my thing too.
0: If I was going to have to score this, I, I would have to say, man, uh, probably, like, I give the one, what, like, 6.5? I would give Six this...
1: Six or 6.5, you give I got. would
0: give this, like, an eight eight 8.5.
1: Okay. So the story really made a difference this time. It
0: did. It did. 8.5.
1: Okay, I'm cool. Teetering on that. Well, so this the so the first one wasn't exactly real and authentic to me, but the sequel sort of trades some of that atmosphere that you were talking about and authenticity for a bigger movie in general, I think. So, and I agree with you on that, which it makes it a better experience for me than the first one. Yeah. And also laughingly good but ultimately far more entertaining. Uh Uh-huh. It's silly, but I still liked it. You know what I mean? Even if it was silly because it was like, ah, whatever, let's just go.
0: Yeah, right, right. So...
1: As stories go, I actually think I prefer this one over the first, obviously, because they go really for it with some new ideas, some cool camera work. It's a much bigger budget, obviously, for for one, but the story is much, much deeper than the first one. And those who don't like the bumps in the night or the like sort of intended thing that the the first one might've had a little bit more. And then this one, this is balls to the wall for you guys. So for those of you who don't care about ghosts and don't believe in it, you'll probably absolutely adore this one. And for those of you like stories, you're going to enjoy this one as well. While it's not like the most original thing I've ever seen, it's still very cool. And I love, uh, I, I love this one a lot. So I'm not dogging on the first one, by the way, by any means. They made it work on 120K. So fuck you if you think it's (laughs) shit. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's a fucking great film when you think about how they made that stretch, you know? So this one, while not as scary, has a lot more going on with it that intrigued me and kept my interest. It's actually a pretty damn good movie. I enjoyed all the new types of scares and how they expanded on the lore from the first. It really goes there in the true sequel fashion. Like I was saying, Mm -hmm. you know, after seeing the first, I was like, okay, but now seeing the second, now I'm actually a fan. You're like now invested. Yeah. Right. like, Like, like it, it boosted the first one. By watching this one, it boosted the first one a little bit for me. Like, where it was a little slow and a little, eh, for me.
0: It just completed the picture.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I can totally understand why someone would like the first one over the second one. But for just me personally, like, I like atmosphere in movies, obviously. And I like to be scared and stuff. And that one, the first one's always going to be that one for me. Just like Evil Dead 1 was for me. It was scarier. While the second one is more of the entertainment package.
0: Or or you could even say aliens. Right. Alien and Aliens.
1: Right, but. yeah. Aliens is definitely the more dreadful, scary, enclosed space while Aliens is like, yes! You know, like... <laughs> so I really like this one. I re- I recommend watching the first one if you're going to watch the second one, though, because it, it does definitely...
0: Make it better. It
1: makes it better and you're going to appreciate it more. So don't skip the first one. Even if you're just like kind of okay with it, I still think the first one's a good watch. I think
0: when I do rewatch this, I'm going to have to watch them both again.
1: Right. And now I want to actually own them. Yeah. So, like, if you look online, you see that the sequel is lower in score than the first one. And I recall hearing people say that the second was not as good. So. Maybe I'm just cool with it because the first one didn't resonate with me as much, even if it did have a little bit more tension and atmosphere. I mean, it's it's silly sometimes that that doesn't mean it's not entertaining to watch, even if you didn't get the scares, like perhaps the first the budget on this one made it more f- cohesive. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like a real movie. Yeah. And it, the acting seems a bit better in this, but it's still got its flaws. Like, oh, yeah. You know, it's not perfect. Definitely warrants me buying both now because of watching this. I'm actually a fan of the second one, especially. Um, I don't know if it's like the most solid film I've ever watched, but it, I have seen so much worse found footage films than this. So it's really hard for me to to give this one a score. I would say probably a 7.5, maybe an 8. But it, it didn't blow me away, but it still installed some fandom in me. Plus, you know, I'm looking forward to checking out Their other stuff in the future. Turns out I've watched a lot of their other stuff before, so I can't say that about their old films, but I just didn't know it was them. I had no clue. You know, like what movie was it? Like Stillborn. Uh, It stains the sands red, which is a really good kind of like indie, a zombie sort of film. Really cool fucking flick. Um, It's memorable. Yeah. I'd I'd definitely check it out. Yeah. And some of the guys that are in the first movie were in that. And some of the guys that were in this were in in that movie, too. So if you haven't checked that out, I would definitely give it a whirl. So but yeah. So you said 8.8 or 8.5. And I said it was an
0: 8 or 8.5. So we'll
1: just say both of us pretty much give it an 8. Yeah. So between the two of us, you know, and then you gave it a 6.5 or 7 on the first one.
0: No, 6, 6.5. Oh, okay. So, I originally was going to go with 4 until the second one.
1: So for both of us on the first one, it's a 6, and then both of us on the second one, it's an 8. So it's a pretty solid film. Yeah. So if you can get into found footage, you will like this movie. If you can't, obviously the score is going to be much lower because it's just not your cup of tea. But I honestly feel like it's unfair to to say that, that found footage films aren't a... Hard type of movie to make because when you have to consider every element and what they did in this film with like some of the the unique shots and like going through doors and this this whole world that they create is really cool and I think that it it deserves some people's credit. You know, like, I don't know. I don't think it's just you, you can't just wave a camera at anything and it'd be good and make mm-hmm. money off of it. But I can understand why people do not like found footage and it's just not their thing. But I think there are exceptions, even if you don't like them. And I think this one could be one of those exceptions, in my opinion. Now we're at our part where we're going to talk about our trivia and some of our favorite scenes. So if you guys want to peace out and come back once you've seen it, here's your warning. All spoilers ahead. Uh, So some of the trivia that I found in this, the inspiration for the sequel was based on the comments of a YouTube of the trailer from the first movie.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: (laughs) Nice. Because this is why I kept saying this to you. People kept asking about the first movie. Like, is this real? Like, did they ever find such and such? Like, what happened? Like which blows my mind that people actually it thought could that would be that, that was, gullible. Right. Like, I don't understand. But hey, whatever. You know, to each their own, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a dick if you thought it was real. So I don't know. They thought it would be really cool. Like the Vicious brothers thought it'd be really cool. I think it was um But Stuart Ortiz, who's one of the Vicious Brothers, he said that he thought it would be really cool if they made the sequel as if there was this fandom for the first movie and everyone was aware of it. And one of those guys in the comment section who was like fanning over it was the lead actor in the sequel. Not a real actor, but like, a you know, that guy, that kind of guy that would comment and be like, is this real? Mm. You know, would be really super investigative of this whole thing.
0: It just made a whole nother great hook to the movie. I think so. It just leads it for another sequel. There'd be like someone else to go there, like another group.
1: Right. And it's, it's interesting too, because we compare it to evil dead and all that. It's definitely not evil dead. Okay. No, but, but I'm just saying like the same ideology, the same thinking that went into making the sequel is the same sort of ideology they had when they were going from evil dead to evil dead Two, which very, very similar movies. They have different shit that happens in them. But their mindset was, we got to do a sequel now, but let's just make a better first movie almost and there then is, have some sort of link.
0: There is a fan edit of that movie that makes it a more complete piece. Really? Where they take the first one and the second one and the way they splice it together is just, it's seamless and it just makes one bigger, better movie. So right you watched when,
1: these both individually and then went back and watched the fan one?
0: No, I've, I've it was just like... I found it one day and I had already seen them so I know how both of them you know I've seen them 100 times Oh you're times. talking
1: Oh dude you're completely confusing me you're going on and on about Evil Dead I'm talking about grave encounters
0: No oh I'm sorry no 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 I'm saying I was talking Christ. about the fan edit for Evil the Dead The derail king is back <laughs> Sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously though, watch that fan edit of Evil Dead because it's I, really good.
1: What I was trying to say is that these are very similar in the same way because that the first Evil Dead was being, they had it didn't have as much budget. Right. So they were making a movie, the sequel, when they made the sequel, they're like, well, let's just do a better version of the first. Yeah. You know? So that's what the Grave Encounter guys did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: like, what the fuck, Patrick? What are you talking about? Oh, like, man. So confused, man. But like, let me finish. I mean, like, because where the first movie ends and he gets sucked out by the evil and mm-hmm. thrown through the woods, starts where the second one, and where the, the evil attacks him. Okay. And then he wakes up as the deadite in the water. That's where they splice the two together. Huh, Okay, and it's dude, it's just so seamless. And just I was like, what great. the fuck,
1: dude? I, my mind was blown. I was like, what, really? You watch like two movies and then watch the fan edit? I'm, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, this is not the Patrick I know. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Oh man. <laughs> so, um, I so they obviously had another director who did the. Um, movie for this one for right. the sequel, for, for, the sequel. Un- for Grave Encounters 2 and that was their buddy JP who they call JP um, they asked him to do it because they seen some of his like music videos and stuff and they were like wow he like, can do stuff that we don't even have any idea what the fuck we're doing like this guy actually knows what how to work on a crew and how to make this work and stuff so he was like he's real tech savvy and with the current times so and we wanted to have more a hip version of the first film like I mentioned so um, they did use a lot of practical effects in this movie, more than they, I think, did in the, than the first one. They're firm believers on using as as much in-lens in footage that you would have uh, so that you can go and fix it afterwards more than you would if you were to just add stuff in that wasn't there before. Yeah. So they're all about that. Um, like the mouths- In stuff like in the all like the patients and shit like that, there where their mouths all distend and stuff. That was actually practical. And then they kind of warped it to make it a little different. So I I think they went in afterwards to do that. So
0: yeah, I do like that scene where Alex was like messaging back and forth with death awaits. Oh, yeah. And he was making a video blog and like the his video was distorting and you saw his like face distort like that where his mouth was like,
1: Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. Yeah. Like, it seeped into him or something like that. Right. Like, I thought it was really cool um, that they, so it's like this, you follow this kid who's trying to make these movies, or I don't know what he's working on, some sort of student film or something like that. He's trying to be the best fucking, you know, the new John Carpenter, like everybody wants to be. And
0: then you see, like, the movie he's making, and you're like... Ah! I don't know. Well, yeah, it's definitely a more B-grade movie than, you know, than something like... You said you wanted to be different, and yet you're doing a carbon copy that everybody's done before. Right.
1: Well, the whole, like, girl and the guy sitting in the car murdered, you know, that's, like, totally, like, uh, Night of the Creeps almost, um, where the same thing happens. But I loved that scene in Night of the Creeps in the beginning, but I thought it was cool, like, what he was shooting, actually. I thought it was kind of fun. It made me want to go out and make movies. What was that
0: scene? What was that line from that? It's like, electrified. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, it was it was like, thrill me. You talking about that? Yeah, yeah. Thrill me. <laughs> yeah, it's totally thrill me, dude. But yeah, like, you get to know all these kids and stuff, the college kids. They're having their fun and stuff. And then he coerces him to do this project and uh, on making this film. And then it turns into he gets this message. And all of a sudden, Grave Encounters becomes the more important project right yeah like he feels like he's more passionate about studying what happened to all the guys that happened that made the first one or whatever and that it's actually kind of real he's like look this guy died this person disappeared the guy that took care of the place has fucking killed himself like all this shit is happening how can you not believe and he coerces his friends to go with him and they even find out that it was never in maryland to begin with and like they talk about that and then it's like we gotta go to fucking Vancouver or some shit like that. And he's, like, investigating. And it, eh, it's kind of interesting. At least it's interesting in the story-wise.
0: You know? Right. And then that it was never called... Uh, what was the original name for it in the first movie? Of the hospital.
1: Remember? Oh, Collingwood was the name of it in the in the grave encounters.
0: But it's actually called... Yeah, I think... They kept bleeping it, which was funny.
1: Yeah, they kept saying bleeping it over... I don't know why that was. That was... I don't know. To give it some sort of authenticity, I yeah, guess? Be,
0: maybe, like... I don't know. Like, for the next sequel. Did anybody
1: really think that the sequel was real? Come on, guys. Like, no offense. I hope not. Because, like, (laughs) I've lost all hope. (laughs) Like, I just want to shut the door and never wake up. (laughs) Um, No, but, yeah. they, They kept bleeping it, but it's Riverview. Yeah. Yeah. So, in the very beginning, the Alex kid is, like, giving a speech about being that visionary horror director or whatever and he's screaming it at a college party and says party on motherfuckers and literally the next scene is him puking in the toilet <laughs> i just thought that was i was like yeah <laughs> did you have a, a particular scene in the beginning not the end <laughs> you and christina man i swear to god yeah
0: you know what when they first get to the asylum okay and like pass all the party stuff uh even though the i thought it was funny with the teabagging thing oh <laughs> that was pretty hilarious
1: yeah like what the fuck and his girlfriend the girl he's interested in, is all like smiling
0: <laughs> so that was pretty funny but uh when they first get to the asylum and they and they find the Ouija board yeah that was kind of cool the way they made that move it this looked fucking it looked really cool
1: yeah like, like i mean i'm sure it's easy you could just get a magnet or right. something
0: you know but still cool yeah it's they sold it they
1: made it go like really fast all over the board mm-hmm. by itself and then it's like the, the 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 table and the chairs and everything go flipping up in the air it's like yeah okay so after that happened i'd be like we got enough footage guys let's
0: head on out yeah
1: didn't they try or something or i don't remember what happened at
0: that point uh they did freak out a oh little that's bit. right the cop
1: comes or yeah. the security guard
0: although like you said though they're already in that they've already walked through the veil they
1: try to leave the 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 security guard breaks in he gets in and he's like hey you guys i told you to get the fuck out of here which was also
0: another good scene because remember he didn't you thought it was still something chasing them right and then something's banging on the door and like bust the fuck and you're like oh fuck yeah like it's just it's really unleashing now (laughs) yeah right and then and then he hears something
1: running around upstairs and he's like you got another one of you up there come on just tell me the truth it's like typical but you know he goes yeah. up and duck fucking disappears and they find his flashlight laying on the
0: ground i love how his friend is like just fucking with him constantly the security guard oh trevor he's yeah, been a, dick a fucking to rent-a-cop yo you got a gun yeah yeah he <laughs> he's a little
1: overboard on that shit i thought i thought i mean i, I can understand but I don't know. He was just, like, up in his face. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I would be necessarily stepping to a dude with a gun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Necessarily like that. I'd be like, yo, dude, calm down, man. Like, it's just not my style, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're like, everybody's like, you pussy. <laughs> like, well, fuck you guys. I'm going to live longer than you then. Go ahead and step up to security guards looking for something to tell their friends about. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> I also thought that scene where Jared, he gets pushed out the window.
0: Oh, dude. Yeah, I did not expect that to happen.
1: Yeah, dude. Like, that whole... They showed how they did that scene, too, by the way. They had, like, green screen and shit in there. And they just yanked him through this, like... And, and, and like, put it in.
0: Oh, because it was like, dude.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they did a really good job of lining that up and everything to make it look um, like, you know, it was part of the the window or whatever. But, yeah, he just yanked the
0: fuck out there. And I was like, that's pretty cool. And the sound that happens, dude. It was just like... yeah, it was that like was a fucking weird kind of boom.
1: Well, yeah, they want to try to hit those hits and stabs and things that like really impact you there. But yeah, it was cool. And then you hear what's her name? Tessa. Yeah. She like I comes running in or whatever. The black haired chick or yeah. whatever. Um, there was that kind of cool scene. I don't, I don't know if it's cool, but they, you know, they had the little girl playing with her teddy bear and she's like, you want to play? <laughs>
0: Oh, and it's like chasing him down the hallway? Yeah, they, they
1: they put her on a like a thing where it hung her up. So it looks like she's like turning her head all fucking crazy. <laughs> and it, it's I thought that was a pretty cool shot. Yeah. Like them running, you know, her running at the screen at the, the camera and stuff. I thought that was cool. But did Tessa is separated from her friends and is like running while the doors are like blown off the hinges? I was like, yes! Like this is the kind of extra we need. Like fuck it, man. Let's go. <laughs> you know, like this shit
0: ain't fucking around now. It's like super powerful, dude. The part where they fucking they see that fucking window with the bars are pried open, and they they pry it off the rest of the way, and that fucking giant comes through the window.
1: Oh yeah, grabs dude. it, crabs Trevor by the neck.
0: Yeah, that was dope. That was really uh, a really cool scene. They um.
1: When they get chased by that gangly ghost guy, uh, I was like, hell yeah! (laughs) And they actually make it out of the building.
0: Yeah, and you're like, dude, where the fuck is it going to go from here now?
1: Right. Well, like, they get dust all over them. It explodes into the dust. And then they get in the car. They get in the truck, which apparently, like, this is is the part that kind of made me go, okay, like... The, the security guard's like, did you think I wasn't going to see the chains on the front door? And I'm like, see the chains? They parked their truck out front.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. They literally
1: across the street. That would be highly suspect. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. But anyway, they run to the fucking truck. They drive to the hotel. They're in the lobby. And then you start to see things get a little askew. And this fucking cool-ass scene of the elevator doors opening back up into the fucking the mental assignment, asylum. Yeah. And I was
0: like, fuck yeah, dude. I, re- I knew it was going downhill. Like, they they were in the shit when they like look out to the maid and the maid's just looking at them.
1: Yeah, and dear. I was like
0: oh fuck okay
1: so, and I was wondering if that gangly guy was going to come back but apparently he didn't they even created that how they created that scene he's really tall the guy they had play for him um, but they made a, the set smaller uh. so it was like a you know perspective thing to make it seem like he's like coming down the hall, like this big hulking beast and stuff, which I thought was super cool. Yeah. Loved it. I thought that was a really good idea. So some of that Lord of the Rings magic in there. (laughs) Yeah. Force perspective. That's what they call it. And then they, and then the other cool part that I was like, really happy about is that they run into Lance A.K.A. Sean. They call him Sean throughout this movie, but it's Lance from the first one. And he's been eating rats and shit and think he's been in there for like nine months, but he's actually been there for like nine fucking years. Right. And he's like, he's got this wall of crazy where he's using the chalkboard, whatever. And he's like, five, six, 20. has got the keys. Can Trevor's me? got the key. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's coming in the morning.
1: I thought it was really cool. And, and, and then I loved, oh man, when they had, they were opening doors and it was like opening into different parts of the ward.
0: Dude, and this is what I wanted to mention earlier, but I kind of had to bite my tongue. It kind of reminded me of one of the grave plots that we did. Dude, I
1: have that in my notes right here. I was like, you know, this actually reminds me of the story we wrote for grave plots called Labyrinth Man. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Which is weird because we didn't see this movie until... Just now. Yeah. But it's very similar in the same concept that they were opening different doors. Which by the way, guys, if you guys have never listened to our grave plots, we haven't done one here in a while. But I'm planning some big things with some directors and things in the background here. So just be patient. We're gonna get those done. But if you can go back to our Labyrinth Man episode, I'll include it in the stuff we uh talk about in the episode notes so you can find it on our website. So uh and I'll have a link for you to listen to it. But it's a pretty cool story. I remember it being one of our favorite ones mm-hmm. at the time anyway. Yeah. But I really liked the, when he was like slamming, he was like, oh, it's right through here. And he just starts taking his pipe and like banging on the door, on the wall and yeah. busts a hole. And then it looked, you know, like it's that whole thing where it's like, you're busting through a hole in the wall. That's like to your right. But then when they go through the hole, they like fall through the ceiling, which was really cool and that is so like what we did man it's so crazy thinking about that mm-hmm. like
0: um and i love the map like how like it has like cutouts and like you fold the piece and you're like oh no now it leads oh, here like some
1: house of leaves book
0: right like yeah. it's like crazy <laughs>
1: I don't know. I thought that was really cool. And then he and then, of course, Sean, a.k.a. Lance, shows them the big red door that has no walls. It's just a big red door. And he's like, this is the only one that I haven't been able to open. You know? And Sean did a really good job here, I thought, like being crazy. I thought he was really good in this. I thought this was the better performance yeah. for that guy. And he, his real name, you know, uh, being Sean, I guess, you know, so they used his real name. But whatever. I thought it was a really cool part for him and i love that door thing even though the chains are all loose and dumb you know what i mean it just felt like they could have used bigger chains like real chains
0: (laughs) instead of this fucking loose link shit but when it turns man and like you find out like he's fucking he want like the ghosts have like been fucking with him the whole time and told him to kill like uh, the right. one of their friends. Trevor gets
1: killed by Sean. Yeah, he gets killed by him and he's like, I'm sorry. He told me he forced me to do it, you know. And he just wants to get out of there because he's been in there for nine fucking years. Think about that. Like, right, that's
0: nuts. But like, I love it when he's like, I haven't been on the camera for a while. I'm a little rusty. Yeah, and he tries it like two or three times. Right and he's like, hello,
1: and welcome back to Grave Encounters. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a nice touch. And then and I also like that he goes into that patient room where in the first movie where they go, where they had all the scribbles on the wall. And it's like writing to him on the wall, telling him what to do while the cameras are all floating around him and stuff. It mm. was just cool. That Yeah. Was, uh, it's nice touches. was like so much... You get so much more in this movie than you do the first one. Even though, like I said, they trade the atmosphere for the... The story. Yeah.
0: Which... And then, like, I love how the fucking ghosts were like, film everything.
1: Yeah. Well, they wrote it big on the wall. That one last thing he said, he's like, film everything. Then there was the baby sacrifice scene. Do you remember that? Yeah. They all go into the... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, it, it got to me, man. I was like, no, man. <laughs> this is a whole new
1: world for you now. Like, you know, when you have a kid, it changes everything, doesn't right. it? Yeah. But I, I kind of appreciate, I, I just always appreciate that they go there. Right. You know, like, because... I'm not saying I don't
0: appreciate it, but it's like, dude, don't.
1: <laughs> uh, cry me a fucking
0: river. <laughs> don't kill the baby.
1: I, don't, I love dogs and I'm not like... I don't love... It sounds weird to say I love babies, so I don't want to say that. I love babies. I like smelling their souls from behind like Joe Biden. (laughs) (sighs) Let me breathe in your essence. Anyway, but yeah. What's that in my fruits? That...
0: Is that a fresh soul? <sighs> <zone? No. Yeah. laughs> someone's in my
1: wine cave. I'm
0: just <laughs> Dude, I almost spit my beard, <laughs> <laughs> like, all over your shit. Uh, so,
1: I, I don't mean to get political. Sorry, guys. It just made me think of it. Like, it's, it's really creepy when you watch those videos of him doing that. But, yeah. So, like, now you have a baby. So, now all of a sudden, you're too good for baby death But before <laughs> that, you love
0: baby Desk.
1: <laughs> I mean, it really? does it bother you? Did it really bother you?
0: No, I didn't. I mean, it was just... It, it, like I, I wasn't. You're like covered, I'm not gonna hate the movie. You covered your kid's
1: eyes. You're like, don't look at this, John.
0: He only watched the first half of me. Actually, the first 40 minutes of it, <laughs> and then he went up for watch. <laughs> yeah, he was just kind of like eating his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even know what was happening. You're right.
1: He probably couldn't even see that far, really. If you he think can, about it, he
0: could see. He can. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I thought it was a cool scene. They slit the baby. They don't really show it. No, they, they, they just, just kind
0: of motion the yeah
1: they hold yeah. it up and you see the, the the guy swipe in front of it and it sprays blood all over him and then they're doing some sort of seance i guess or whatever <laughs> i'm sorry Dittles. i can smell you <laughs> i can tell you what though i'll never watch eye. that
0: movie now though what with the baby fucking scene like ever
1: oh yeah uh, I mean, I don't think anybody likes that scene. It's not like, oh
0: man, you got to wait to see this part.
1: This is awesome. This is awesome. <laughs> hey, I don't think people are jerking off to it or anything. Serbian film. Yeah, there there Serbian
0: goes. film. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not a real baby. It doesn't matter to me. I'll never watch that. I, I, know, I, I still watched that film before where you told me that was in there. I was like, all right, and now I definitely don't want to watch it.
1: <laughs> I mean, I haven't had a kid. I'm not going to have a kid, so I guess I get to enjoy Baby Death so more baby than Baby Death
0: and Baby weight <laughs>
1: No! I don't enjoy it! Not that. That's what I said. Serbian film's not fucking something you fucking enjoy. (laughs) I mean, there's some pretty wild shit in that movie, but it's, like, really well shot. But, um... (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't like baby rape, Patrick.
0: (laughs) Okay. Jesus Christ.
1: (laughs) Anyway, so... (laughs) we really derailed there didn't we um there, there was the part where they have right after that there's like a scene where sean is like sucked into that portal oh the yeah portal yeah. they hear this loud crash and moan and then the wall has the fuck of course evil dead 2 fucking uh portal which is just awesome and he even floats and flips back just like him almost you know yeah
0: dude you know, I didn't make that connection to you. You said that there's a lot but,
1: of connections to Evil yeah. Dead. I mean, who doesn't like Evil Dead? You know, it what I mean? is
0: it is by far one of the most borrowed from movies.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, it's a classic. You know what I mean? Mm. But although some people these days will say that they hate the originals and love the new one, and it just makes me want to punch them until they stop breathing. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, no, I should. Say. Just write the fucking clavicle. No, I'm kidding. I don't, I just, it's just a different generation. You know what I mean? I don't give a shit. Like, you know, I'll always love it, even if you're wrong. (laughs) So, um, I still like the new one, too. But anyway, goddammit, we keep fucking you. It's you, Patrick. You bringing me back. Um, but yeah, he gets sucked into the wall, and Alex says he needs to finish the film and ends up walking through. Uh, the door after he smashes his girlfriend's face with the camera with the camera which is like it's it's kind of a big jump between damage on her head like you could tell like when he goes down for like the third time it's like instantly her whole face is smashed Yeah, it seems a little unreasonable but uh, it's still pretty cool it, 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 yeah, yeah. and now he goes through the door where Sean tried to go through the door like seven times and he couldn't and he got tricked by the fucking evil and uh cause he didn't think he was evil enough I think that's what the, the entity didn't think he was evil enough to go out and spread the word like in the mouth of madness or something where he kinda where they kinda forced him in the, in the, in the mouth right. of madness to give the script out and he did it without a knowing and all this other shit but this is kind of the same thing he goes through and he ends up in the middle of the
0: desert and somewhere in los angeles right yeah and then uh comes out and he's the director of uh grave encounters too right (laughs) with the same
1: guy who he interviewed to like get the (laughs) scoop on whether or not this was real and everything right and uh he's like yeah just don't go there guys you don't want to go there It's not, it's not good. Like, (laughs) don't go to bleep. (laughs) How are you going to find it when you bleep it out like that motherfucker? Uh, But did you notice at the very end, did you catch it? I had to do some digging around for this, but I found it in the Wikipedia. What? What did I miss? So after he says, don't go to the bleep hospital and smiles, it flashes on the screen coordinates. Oh shit. Yeah. I thought it was a date. Like, I was like, oh, is this like when the date of the sequel is going to be? But then, like, after like a hundred times of trying to go back and fucking do this shit, I had to go on my computer and like get it to that point. I finally found it. It was 49, 14, 122, 48, which are coordinates. If you search it, it comes up to the Riverview Hospital near Vancouver, British Columbia in Canada. But it's technically at forty nine twenty five negative one twenty two eighty one where most of the f-
0: stories take place. Well didn't like Death Awaits send them the coordinates earlier and they were like, What is this, like a phone number or something? Right. It's the
1: same thing, but they flash it on the screen. Right. As a kind of like a nod or a wink, you know, like like a hard <laughs> wink, you know. Yeah. But it's like So quick. It's like you could miss it so quick. It's like the
0: Fight Club dick scene or something. Right.
1: Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Where the kids start crying and shit.
0: They didn't know what they saw. (laughs) But they
1: saw it. But they saw it. (laughs) Uh, So Riverview Hospital, by the way, is a Canadian mental health facility located in Coquitlam, which I mentioned before in the first movie. But they have torn it down. Or parts of it, I guess. I tried to try to figure it out. There's parts of it that they did and they didn't. So apparently in December 2015, the government announced plans to begin construction in 2017 to replace the obsolete buildings with new mental health facilities. And it was supposed to open in 2019, which I guess it is open because I did some like digging and I found one of the people who run the, the buildings talking about the construction and all this other shit. But yeah. So I guess they destroyed some of it, but maybe the, like, entrance is still there. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. I kind of tried to do some digging on it. I didn't do fan digging necessarily, just, like, YouTube and other stuff to see how they would do it. Right. So if the building isn't there that they used, how are they going to do that? You
0: know what I mean? Like, you can build sets.
1: I don't know, man. Like, that whole front entrance where it says, Death awaits, you know, like, is pretty unique and is kind of signature to this. I guess they could probably figure out some clever way, but turns out the Vicious Brothers have already announced that they were going to do a prequel. This was on May 6, 2015, they said. A prequel entitled Grave Encounters, The Beginning was going to come out. Hmm. So I'm wondering if that is supposed to be, I don't know, like how they, they would like it
0: be, like about the, the doctor the sto- and about, yeah. stuff. I mean, it looked like there was some crazy occult shit happening. So yeah, it could well, wouldn't it be, be, be kind cool? of
1: interesting if like. Somehow they go back to that time, right, where the patience and everything, and they show all the satanic shit, and it's taking over the patients, and, like, that'd be kind of interesting, but I thought it would also be cool if somehow Sean comes. Right, because time has no,
0: right. no limit there, I guess. Like, it would there be interesting
1: no if he, like, showed up somehow. mm. You know what I mean? And, like, was a part of that film, too. Because I feel like he's kind of the staple, but he sort of went through that portal. So maybe he gets transferred back in time to the first one.
0: Like, when the shit, when he does see that kind of shit. Yeah, because he didn't
1: die. He just went into a fucking wormhole. Right. So maybe he goes back to that time and he ends up in the hospital.
0: Right. Which is, like, more of a fucking nod to Evil Dead. (laughs) Right. Well,
1: totally. See what I mean? Like, there's so many comparisons that we can make here. Um, that's why it's interesting to talk about it. But yeah, I, I wonder what the Vicious Brothers would have to say if if we were close on that because it just seems like that would be an interesting story. And I think they do a pretty good job here in this. This one's so cool. Like I just I liked it so much. Like I, it almost makes me lean towards like eight on this one mm. because it just keeps going and going and going and going. You know, I don't know. I think it's a good film. I'm surprised. I'm glad that we got to watch these as one of the the weeks here. So I was like, at first I was kind of like, oh, man, I hope Patrick likes these. You know, but you and I are pretty much on the same page usually. Yeah. For the most part. For like sometimes parts,
0: sometimes, I and mean, not when it comes to like something like Night Beast, but
1: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I didn't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> the little boys' room. <laughs> yeah. No, that's oh, that's Night Killer. No, it's Night Killer. There yeah. we go. <laughs> but yeah, man, thanks for coming on again, man. I appreciate you oh, I'm filling glad in. To be here. Really appreciate it, dude. It's good to have you back anyway. So I hope I hope you guys enjoyed being graced by Patrick's uh, presence oh, yes. on the podcast. Mm. And uh, you're fired, by oh, the way, okay. again.
0: Just kidding. (laughs) Take my severance. You were never fired.
1: He's always been welcome to come back, just like everybody else. I just don't sit there and beg people to come back unless they need to fill in or um, or I want to hang out.
0: Cause I haven't seen you in a while. But anyway, yeah, it's been since we saw color router space.
1: Yeah. So I got uh MVD entertainment group was, uh been sending out some cool stuff to me to do reviews of, which I'm very thankful for. Thank you so much for uh, doing that. We're going to be doing two movies that if you don't know this guys, MVD entertainment group is also the arrow us arrow. So they do distribution for us arrow releases And they sent me uh, Edge of the Axe and Deadly Manor on uh, Blu-ray to review. So I'm going to be doing those next week for you guys. Uh, I believe that you might be able to rent them online, but uh, I'm definitely looking forward to watching these because I've seen neither. And uh, super excited about it. I think it should be fun to watch. So if you have those or if you've seen those and you want to pick them up, you can always pick them up from Arrow uh, already right now. So you should be able to get them both. Uh, But we'll also be doing mind games on Blu-ray for the YouTube channel. So check that out as well in the future here. But uh, yeah, man, thank you so much for coming by. Appreciate it again, Patrick. Seriously, thank you so much. Oh,
0: you're welcome, bro. Anytime I can help out and I, you know, I can, I will. Yeah. He's like, I just want to get out of the house. Like, <laughs> fuck. Ask me to come next week. I mean,
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe tie me up so I don't have to have an excuse to live anymore. <laughs> I'm oh, kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, thank you, man. And guys, thank you so much for stopping by this week. Let us know what you thought of these movies, if you're a fan of them. So the secret word for this week that uh, proves that you listened to the end, or did you? You sneaky little fuckers <laughs> is Red Door so incorporate that in some words some guys you guys get pretty clever with that shit and I appreciate it so thank you guys so much for listening to the end but uh, other than that guys thank you so much we'll see you next week and as always Long Live the boy.